Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Most Sensational, Inspirational, Celebrational, Masturbational <laughs> Podcast <laughs> in the World. I'm going to say that forever. Uh, I was, well, when I finally learned what that word was, I giggled and I said, I will always say this when it comes to the Muppet Show. Um, but <laughs> Podcast <laughs> in the World, it's another episode of our Spotlight series and we're in January. That means we're talking about the Muppets, ladies and gentlemen. And so, yes, uh, we did not go in order with these, and it's perfectly fine. But we finally <laughs> went back all the way to 1979, uh, around the time of I want to say the second season of the Muppet Show. They finally got a movie out, and so this is the OG original Muppet movie. It is amazing. If you have not seen this movie, I enjoyed myself immensely. Yeah, I laughed a lot. Yeah, older watching this movie, I had an amazing time. When I was a kid, I loved it. It's Muppets, you know? There's no... You cannot go wrong with Muppets. But man, watching it now... So many jokes. puns. Yeah, there were jokes, and it was so <laughs> it was so meta. Fozzie hits different when you're an adult. Like, Fozzie was not really funny when I was a kid. Like, yes. it was like the... I would laugh because of the Waka Wakas. Like, that was funny. Him saying right. Waka Waka was funny. But now I'm like, I understand the jokes and like the what he was trying to get across and the puns that he was making. And now it's fucking yep. hilarious to me. And the fact that none of the humans in the audience ever laugh at anything he's saying is like just fucking gold. It is. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, this movie's amazing. So uh, I am joined as ever by Katie Hi. and Emma. And so we sat down. Yes. And we went through the Muppet movie the one probably one of the coolest things about this is with the muppet show they had constant guests on there people loved to get on there and and play around with muppets yeah, it, if for some reason you've never seen the muppet show do yourself a favor and find it somewhere and watch it yeah every episode had at least two famous people on it yeah there and there was it was set up like a, it's a sketch comedy show where they would pull in famous actors and musicians into the sketches, similar to Saturday Night Live, but imagine Saturday Night Live if it was run by puppets. Yeah. Like the main cast was puppets and then they just had guest artists on. And then like the, I think the very first episode has like Elton John and like Mark Hamill or some shit like that. Like it's the most incredible people in like, <laughs> It's yeah, so it's, good. And, and like we were saying before, tons of people got into the movies later because they missed a chance. Like with Crit Muppet Christmas Carol, um, I can't remember his Michael name. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. He missed the chance to be on the Muppet show. And he's like, damn it. Next time I get a shot, I'm getting with something Muppet related. And they're like, you want to do the movie? He's like, definitely. Absolutely. Everybody, when they get a chance, they hop on because it's, it's going to be hilarious and fun. Uh, but one of the coolest things about this movie, there are so many famous people and they're all young and smooth faced. Uh, I didn't realize the the main antagonist, uh, Doc Hopper, he's a businessman. He wants Kermit to be the spokesman of his frog legs restaurant. It's uh, KFC for frog legs. Yeah. Uh, Charles Durning, <laughs> that name isn't that familiar, but if you watch the movie, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? He's uh, Pappy. He's... <laughs> He's the uh, the mayor that uh, pardons everybody at yeah. the end because, you know, all the clan members come into the, the concert and he's like, oh, these guys are fine. And then he's like, you're not going to do anything else bad. And then they're like, no, no, sir. <laughs> uh, it's awesome. Um, 
let me see Dom DeLuise he pops up in like five minutes into the movie and I was like yep. that's Dom DeLuise yep. <laughs> uh Madeline Kahn she is playing the character she played in uh, uh Lily Von Stupp from Blazing Saddles yep. that was 100% her uh Telly Savalas Katie was like who's the ball guy like and I was like oh it's from Kojak I remember and the one episode from Twilight Zone with the doll the talkie doll talkie Tina he's the dad he's a oh. shitty dad in that episode he's like and then the doll killed him uh yeah. carol kane <laughs> a very young and smooth faith carol kane so if you watch the unbreakable kimmy schmidt she's the landlord landlady that's her she looks the same so much it's awesome paul williams hey do you like music hey he's the guy that wrote all the music rainbow connection i think everything in this movie he wrote he did i love rainbow connection it's a solid song it's really really you want to watch muppets and cry listen to rainbow connection (laughs) well and that's the stupid thing in having never fucking seen this movie until right now i've known that song for forever i've heard kermit singing it and i was like the fuck is this from literally five minutes into this movie and i'm like Oh, I I think they did it on the show first. Yeah. And then they put it into this movie, I think. Yeah, I think it was the layover from the show. But still, it was amazing. But and then, yeah, Paul Williams. Hey, he did a song with uh, Daft Punk, Touch, on that newest album. Not newest now. It's like 12 years old. But Touch, it's a really good song. He's also in an episode of Dexter. Yeah. Good old fashioned lab lab song. It's really good. Excuse me. Not Dexter. Yeah. It's a different show. (laughs) Uh, Bob (laughs) Hopes and his bad boy, Richard Pryor, Steve Martin, a really good scene. I actually loved him as that waiter. He was (laughs) awesome. Uh, Mel Brooks, Cloris Leachman, Orson Welles is in this. They got so many famous people to just talk with Muppets. This was really fun. And, And that usually happens in these movies. If it's not a period piece, or they're basing it off of some book or movie, you know, something like that. Usually a ton of people in it. Uh, mm-hmm. My least favorite one, Muppets from Muppets in Space? Muppets from Space. Uh, I don't really like that one. Uh, the music's great. It's all Earth, Wind, and Fire. But every other person is someone famous, and it's awesome. I think Miss Piggy fights Ray Liotta for a while, <laughs> and then I think they start making out. <laughs> oh, and then, no. And then animals, oh. like, animals attacking people, and then he starts making out with... Uh, Oh, the redhead. Um, she says she's like a D-list actress. Oh, Kathy Griffin. Yeah, Kathy Griffin. They're making out. And she's like, call me. <laughs> He's all like worn out. So I guess <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah, the Muppets. Everybody wants to get involved with this. Uh, oh, yeah. It, this was amazing. So um, it's please watch it. It's really, really good. So like always, we're going to explain the movie. Uh, this one's pretty simple compared Simplish. to a lot of. Muppet movies. This one is this is the beginnings, and this so this is basically the story of how the Muppets became the Muppets. Yeah, and so like, and it's funny. It even starts with them all coming together to watch the movie of their beginnings, and then I forget that Kermit has a nephew. <laughs> and Every it's like time, tiny little little baby frog, squat little frog, and he's the nicest, most polite little dude. He's Tiny Tim. In yeah. The- but uh, he is the cutest Chris thing and i forget he doesn't pop up that much anymore and it makes me sad i want to see a little more of the little guy but uh back in the day he was always around and and it was like you know uncle kermit showing him stuff and so i guess walter's got that job now in the newer kind of world but similar yeah you always gonna have some like tiny guy just chilling but uh no this is the story and so kermit's like hey the movie's getting started and let's watch the 
origin story of the Muppets. And so, like we were saying before, it started with Kermit singing the Rainbow Connection with his little banjo in the Florida swamp, having a great time. Uh, it's really, really nice. It was an awesome intro to a movie. I can't think of any other cool, like, like that has the beginning song like that. Yeah. There's probably a handful of movies that have, like, this is the song you will remember from this movie, and it you start out with it. I can't think of that many. Pinocchio. Yeah. When You Wish Upon a Star. And also uh, Cinderella, A Dream is a Wish Your Heart Makes. Say, hey, go figure. A lot of kids' movies. <laughs> yeah, kids' movies tend to start that way because they want you to get into it from the start. Yeah. Uh, one thing I've read about with the Rainbow Connection, that scene, uh, Jim Henson was in a metal container in the swamp. So he was in that all day to do that one, like, I don't know, five-minute scene. And yeah, so, it was a 50-gallon freaking yeah. steel drum <laughs> it, the whole goddamn day. No, yeah. thank you. Yeah, the things they had to do to get some of these scenes that look just normal to us, they have to do so much work. We'll talk about the vehicle that they had oh, man. later on. Katie informed me about this car that they made. Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's awesome what they have to do for these like simple scenes. It's just It's just a frog sitting in a swamp but so much work they had to do to get it going to make it look like a frog sitting and in a swamp yeah it's <laughs> exactly it's, it's amazing so uh kermit is met by what is his name bernie he's a hollywood agent and so he's trying to find a way out of the fucking swamp and he's like i want to get out of here i don't understand how i got this far and so he tells him how to get out and he's like wait there's a sales paper i no, saw he says he doesn't he doesn't want to leave Kermit says, I'm happy no, with I'm my No, I'm saying life. Bernie was trying to get oh, out of Bernie. the Oh, Bernie. Yeah, yeah, Bernie. Yeah. Okay. And so Bernie sees a, a little thing in the paper and he says, like, you know, looking for frogs to be, that want to be rich and famous. And he's like, you should leave. You know, you got, you got that thing, you, you know. Got, you got the talent. And he's like, but I, I'm but happy I, here. I like my swamp. Yeah. yeah. And I thought it was really cute. He's like. It's very Shrek of him. Yeah. I was like, I'm, I'm happy here. Like, I'm having <laughs> a great time. Like, I'm just playing my banjo with my. Alligator friends or crocodile friends. Crocodile friends. Yeah. Read my lips. Alligator. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so, uh, this movie's amazing. So uh, finally Bernie works over Kermit. And so Kermit decides that he's, a, he's inspired by the idea of making millions of people happy. And he's like, yeah. I can get behind that. He's like, mm -hmm. I can entertain people and make them happy. That the same seems like a really cool thing to do with your life. Yeah, I'd love to get, make people happy. And so he decides he's going to set off on a cross-country trip. So Florida to L.A., which is stupid far. I went Texas to Florida, and it took forever. So add another 18 hours to it. If, at least. But that's straight, straight shot. At least, yeah. <laughs> and so he ends up at a bar. Oh, what was the name of that silly bar? The Sleezo. El Sleezo. <laughs> Yeah. And so he meets Fozzie. So go figure. His like best friend. Are they really like like they're like best friends? Because yeah. I know they were like the first ones to meet each other. Yeah. So he meets Fozzie and Fozzie's just dying on stage because his jokes aren't landing. Like always. That's kind of yeah, his that's, thing. Yeah, that's his shtick. <laughs> and so Kermit hops on stage and tries to help him out and they're dancing and stuff. And people are still booing at this point. I'm like, that looks great. But everybody's like, boo, get off the stage. And so Doc Hopper, our resident villain of the the, the movie it, he wants kermit to be his spokesperson for his fr french fried frog legs restaurant franchise and kermit's like no, <laughs> no. 
I'm not doing that to my people, man. Yeah, he's like, I feel bad for all the frogs that have, like, what do you say, crutches? I'm thinking of millions of little frogs on crutches. <laughs> millions of little one-legged frogs on crutches. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, the rest of the movie. I love when he, oh. when he says that and the fucking assistant, like, looks at him. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, brings the assistant just to, like, oh, my God, we're killing frogs. Yep. <laughs> So the rest of the movie, Doc Hopper will. Yeah. I'll raise your percentage. I'll open the door. Yeah. Uh, He's gonna keep popping up, and he's trying to like coerce Kermit, and then turns to the point of he's kidnapping Kermit. And he's gone crazy, and then he just wants to kill Kermit. Like yeah, he's he's had enough. Like that's it. If I can't have him, nobody can have him. Right. That's the end. So very stock. So Kermit and Fozzie, uh, they decide that they're both gonna set out, and at first. Uh, Fozzie's like, nah, I'm a one-man show. And then 10 seconds later, he's like, you convinced me. He's like, let's do it. And so they hop in his uncle Studebaker. He's uh, uh, hibernating hibernating right now, but he's going to be pissed when he wakes up. But yeah. that, that's, a, that's a latest story. <laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a uh, future Fozzie's problem. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, at this point, they meet just about everybody from the show. Uh, they meet the right, Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem. They meet them. Uh, they meet Scooter. He's like their band manager because he has the van. That's the only reason he's <laughs> in charge of it. Uh, they crash into Gonzo's van mm-hmm. and then the van ends up on top of their car mm-hmm. with no type of damage. And uh, so Gonzo, Gonzo and Camilla is part of the group. Can... Yeah. <laughs> so Gonzo and Camilla <laughs> join because uh, Gonzo wants to make it into movies but he was going to go to florida dubai no Bombay. hollywood yeah, yeah he was yeah. going to bollywood <laughs> which is awesome for the time it probably was like oh, impossible is. but oh, but now impossible. it's like that's a good place to start like yeah that's a great place to start yeah, you'd have a really good chance and so they're all driving they trade in their studebaker because at this point they've been chased and there's too many of them yeah there's way too many muppets in the car so they traded for a, I forgot what type of car that is. They traded Station for wagon ish. Yeah, a twelve dollar car is what they. Oh yeah, they need- Sweetums like sneezes or kills a fly. On yeah, the- <laughs> yeah, it was a twelve hundred dollar car, but Sweetums hits a fly and it adds a period right in the middle, so it's a twelve dollar car. Yeah, right after eleven dollars and forty. What was it? Eleven dollars and ninety-five cents. Yep. And with our twelve-dollar trade-in, you owe us a nickel. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Oh, it's awesome. So Sweetums, uh, they invite Sweetums, but then he runs off to grab his bags, and they think he just left. He left, and so they leave. But then Sweetums is like, "Hey, he's they love me," and so he's just chasing them the whole movie, and it's awesome. And so uh, they end up at a county fair, and that's where they meet Miss Piggy. And so she is in a, uh, what, a beauty a contest. contest. Yeah. And so it, she wins the beauty. It's contest. awesome. She sees Kermit in the crowd, and then she just like has a moment. I like to think that she froze up on stage, and life was still happening, and she just sat there with her mouth open, <laughs> just looking yep. at Kermit for like a full minute. But oh, Kermit! Right. So she sees Kermit, and she has like all these fantasies of their future they get married and uh, a, a very questionable scene of them just hugging and then they just fall down and then Kermit gets tries to get up and then a hand just grabs him back down so they were canoodling 
uh katie saw that i was like oh 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 lord <laughs> <laughs> you're about to have an amphibious pig right uh but no this is like i said the beginnings of Kerm kermit and piggy like you know they're Adorable. happy but then you know they have their moments we'll see soon enough they have their moments but this is them <laughs> at the beginning uh and so uh they meet for dinner that night kermit and piggy and so unfortunately uh doc hopper he pops back up he distracts miss piggy and gets her away and they kidnap her and so at first kermit thinks that she stood him up and mm -hmm. so he's all sad and he meets rolf and rolf's playing a song for him and they sing together which was a really cool scene because they're the same voice and so it was a lot of extra effort <laughs> to yeah, get Jim that henson was working like triple yeah, over to get that scene going which was pretty cool and that's why i learned that kermit and rolf in the same scene uh it's really tough if they have to do a lot. So they, they usually try to keep them split because it's mm -hmm. like, if it's just them two, he's like, fuck man, I can't, we have to record one of them like before because yeah. I can't do both voices at the same time, which I thought was really cool. I was like, yeah, that's that's the problem. We only have like four people doing like 40 voices. At some point, you're gonna- Ain't that the truth? Yeah, there. I saw a scene from Family Guy. They were doing a, um, a reading of a scene and it was a scene where Peter, Stewie, and Brian were talking to each other. And so it's just Seth MacFarlane changing going, his voice. Going insane. Yeah. And he yeah. did it, but it was like, <laughs> you could see that he was like worn out afterwards. Oh, I bet. The brain power. Like, I can't even switch between my voice and like a kid voice. Yeah. Like that. And so I can see that that's <laughs> a lot of work to do. So kudos to you guys back in the day. And so probably one of the coolest scenes of this movie <laughs> So Kermit gets grabbed because uh, he gets a call to, you know, hey, we got you, got your girlfriend. So he gets grabbed easily because he's just a pig, you know, I mean, uh, a just frog. a frog. And so <laughs> they're going to brainwash Kermit with a machine they have with the help of, oh, crap. Mel Brooks. Thank you. Mel Brooks. You're he, welcome. Uh, like an evil, what is he, German? Does an evil German? Yep bad guy yeah <laughs> he turns the brains into guacamole <laughs> and so they're gonna just change his brain and then that's how to get him to be the spokesperson so uh seconds before kermit is going to get a lobotomy just about miss piggy hulks out of her restraints and proceeds to destroy these grown-ass men she sure does <laughs> her eyes change <laughs> she has crazy eyes just like a Mr. Potato Head, she, uh, her crazy eyes got packed in. Yep. And she does this awesome move. I have a seven words about this, but she does a dive off the top of the barn and they catch her. It was awesome. <laughs> and I left. <laughs> uh, this, this movie is so cool. And so Miss Piggy saves the day and they're like, I, I'm in love. This is it. And so he's like, you didn't leave me. Like, she's like, I wouldn't, I'd never leave oh, you. Kermie. And Miss Piggy gets a call on the phone. It's her agent. And he's like, oh, oh, you got me a deal? How much? When? I'll be there in a second. I gotta go. And she leaves. Fucking leaves. <laughs> leaves Kermit. <laughs> so Kermit's oh, all types of sad. Because it actually happened. She actually did leave him. And so they get back on the road. Uh, Rolf joins them. Mm -hmm. And they yep. find Miss Piggy on the road. So I guess uh, she couldn't hitchhike far enough. And so she hops back with the group. And she's like, ha, ha, ha trying to get everybody to forget what she just did. She just dumped them. <laughs> yeah. I would have never left you. <laughs> yeah. 
so the car breaks down in the desert and everyone's sad and Kermit has this like vision of himself like talking to himself and it it gets him back on track and he hears music and hey lo and behold the electric mayhem their van they were driving out that way oh actually they had a script of the movie so, oh yeah they had a screenplay yeah <laughs> they've given them a screen how did you find us well you left this script with us and it said exterior desert night so we just followed it yeah <laughs> so uh they get picked up by the crew and so now they're in the van and they're driving off and it's awesome everybody's happy like once again and then they get pulled over by a cop uh on a motorcycle and it's doc hopper's assistant and he says that uh he's not gonna stop trying to grab him and uh he's ordered henchmen to kill kermit at this point and all his friends Mm -hmm. and so kermit tells him to meet him at a ghost town nearby and he they're gonna settle this and i was like that's really awesome like kermit's like he's like i'm not getting bullied anymore he's like i'm gonna stand up to this bully i was like that's awesome and I'm like that's my boy kermit kermit don't take no shit and so <laughs> they meet uh bunsen and beaker while they're there and so bunsen has all of these inventions and they have this instagro pills and so uh animal <laughs> eats one of these pills and he grows gigantic <laughs> and just breaks out of a building and yeah. so they run away because it's a giant red monster just looking at them and like laughing. Pink, but yes. It, eh, yeah, dark pink. Pink. Still <laughs> okay. pink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so they run off. Uh, so apparently the people that were working on that scene were like, well, we'll just like zoom in on normal animal's face and just, you know, make it work like that. He's like, no, no, no. We're making a giant animal head. And they were like, really? He's like, no, no giant animal head that's how it's gonna work we're not gonna play around and like do some weird old-timey cg kind of thing and like you know yeah weird stuff no make a giant animal head and they're like okay (laughs) and they did it yes sir i think they said it was like a six foot head yeah but it worked it looked great so Mm -hmm. i was like hey i'm fine with that (laughs) it did look really good and so they make it to hollywood and everybody's happy like always and they meet with the studio executive executive and it's um Orson Welles. Boris Leachman and Orson Welles, yep. yep. <laughs> and so he signs him up as to a standard rich and famous contract because that, that's what they pass out <laughs> in, <laughs> in the world. And so like standard fare with the Muppets, it all falls apart. Gonzo crashes into the props. Uh, they all just eat it off of this giant like wall they were making. And then an explosion blows a hole into the roof of the studio and then a rainbow comes in. Well, they finished it with a uh, rainbow connection. So yeah. Mm-hmm. And so every Muppet that they have made uh, from Sesame all of the Street, Muppet shows, Sesame everything. Street, everything are all in the middle and they're all finishing the rainbow connection. Mm-hmm. And it's a really sweet scene. I was reading about that scene. They had to call in people to help them because there's at least what 60 Muppets mm-hmm. down in that spot. And so they needed hands. They needed a ton of people's hands yeah. to be there. Tim Burton was there. Yeah. All these people that Which is crazy to think about. Like, how the fuck old are you, Tim Burton? I don't understand. He's probably young right? as hell there. Probably like 17 or 18. Like, I'll help out. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they grabbed tons of people and they were like in this like six foot pit. Yeah. With the hands up. You know, pantomiming rainbow connection. Yeah. And then 
Sweetums runs through the movie screen at the theater, ending this, this you know, ending the movie, and then everyone's <laughs> he found them. Yeah, congratulating each other and Statler and Waldorf. One of them sleep. He yeah. fell asleep in the movie. He didn't care about this movie at all. The no. other one's just yeah. laughing about it. <laughs> uh, this, like I said, this movie is amazing. Uh, probably one of the coolest Muppet movies out there. Uh, probably just about as cool as the newer one. Like the, it's not a reboot, but a continuation of all of these stories. Uh, the one from 2011. 2011. That one's solid. I oh, love God. that movie. That movie's so good. And watching this one again, I'm like, I love this movie too. I don't know which one's better. I got to watch them like soon and we will watch them soon and then I can sit down and really work at them. Uh, there's something about being the first one that you just can't beat because they didn't have anything to base on and they didn't have these continued, continued jokes. Yeah. It's just, this is it. So whatever we do becomes law in Muppet movies. And so- it's always something <laughs> awesome about that but the the continued muppets movie from 2011 had a lot of stuff to build on but then they added things they made new muppets and oh man like a barbershop quartet doing fucking nirvana yeah it's just really cool stuff it's, it's so good it's it's really cool and so it's awesome to see as we grow fucking new ideas pop up in these movies and just they showed them up it's evolving so uh seriously the muppet movie the original muppet movie from 1979 seriously give it a shot you will have a great time we had a great time it's awesome so it is wonderful let's keep going and then let's see uh what was everybody's favorite character in the muppet movie katie uh my favorite character in this movie is kermit he is the only muppet who is pretty much steady and like even tempered throughout the entire thing he you know isn't the gonzo and jumping off crazy shit he isn't fozzy just laugh like telling horrible jokes the whole time he's not piggy who's like flaky and all over the place like kermit is a solid dude and it's kind of lame of me i guess to say that the muppet like the face of the muppets is my favorite character in this movie but i don't give a fuck because Rainbow Connection hits me hard every time and Kermit's just the best. Emma. Um, but honorable mentions to Sweetums and Big Bird. Go. Okay. So I didn't have a favorite character because they're all really good. Um, but honorable mentions to Sweetums and Big Bird, because Sweetums, and I am the queen of predicting things in movies. It's almost creepy. But <laughs> at the very end, I was like, in my head, I was like, here comes Sweetums busting in the theater. Two seconds later, opens the screen. Hey, I found you guys. And I was like, <laughs> unbelievably happy. And then Big Bird, hey, what are you doing here? I'm breaking into public television. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like, Son of a bitch. Love I almost it. spat my rice out at that point. I was like, oh God, I couldn't, I couldn't handle this too perfect. Yeah. But yeah, I, I couldn't pick a favorite character. Yeah. Uh, so I'm almost in the same boat as Emma. Uh, I enjoyed Kermit, but it's kind of a no dub because he's always, if not the main character, he's, the he's always close enough that you'll see a lot of him, even in the 
pieces and stuff. Kermit's always around. Even in A Christmas Carol, he wasn't in every scene. But when he was there, you were kind of like looking at him because he it's, Cause it's, Kermit. it's Kermit. But I will say I enjoyed Miss Piggy, even though she was very flaky <laughs> in this movie. Mm-hmm. That shit was hilarious. And it this was the beginnings of her. So everything she did was like the first time. So when she hulked out of her ropes, like just <laughs> barrel chested her way out and then just started swinging on these guys. It that I it was the coolest thing ever. I laughed so <laughs> When they're sitting there all tied up in the ropes and she goes, do you have a plan? And he goes, yeah, I'm going to bust out of these ropes. And he goes, and just tries to shake out of him. And then he's like, I got to rest for a minute. And she goes, okay, plan B. (laughs) Well, that didn't work. Yeah, it's, uh, it was so good. So, but honestly, Kermit and Piggy were amazing in this movie. Everybody was amazing, but I loved them just a little bit more than everybody else. Yeah. And so it it was great. And it makes sense because they like, the story kind of revolves around them. So it was really good. Yeah. So what was <laughs> your least favorite character, Katie? Uh, Doc Hopper was oh. my least favorite because <laughs> he was trying to kill Kermit. Like, how fucking dare you, bruh? First off, <laughs> first off, no means no. Okay. We're yes. getting into some, some rapey ass territory right here, but no means no. Kermit said no back the fuck off okay (laughs) don't go chasing him across country and even if you do chase him across country you don't get to fucking hire a gunman to kill him it's Kermit fuck you I'm glad animal scared the shit out of you (laughs) Emma (laughs) I mean I'd have to second that kind of but uh, my least favorite character was when Kermit was riding his bike and the the steam press, the roller, and the asphalt layer were right there and neither of them fucking said anything until there's like a foot left between them. And then they're like, hey, watch out, frog. And I was like, fuck you guys. You're the actual worst. So that was my least favorite character. I'm like, look at y'all. Nobody looking out for this goddamn frog on a freaking bike with a banjo in the basket. Like, you know, he's sheltered. Help a brother out. Come on. (laughs) So I am shocked that any of you would pick a villain in a Muppet movie to be a least favorite because they are all awesome. From all of the movies (laughs) we've seen, the bad guy is always really good. In the newer Muppet movies, Tex, Tex is awesome. Tex Richmond is pretty great. <laughs> uh, I can't think <laughs> of a Muppet movie with a villain that I didn't actually like. Like they're all really good because they get their they get the comeuppance real good, or they become good at the end. But usually they get mm-hmm. they they get bit in the ass. But they're always really good, and they're always like very hokey and just silly because they have to be because it's Muppets. That's who they're fighting against is Muppets. You know, tiny animals and so uh i didn't have a least favorite character i loved everybody like (laughs) how dare you how dare you pick the villain i didn't pick anybody okay they were great everybody everybody did the job fozzy was great in this like old school fozzy for some reason at some point i just became like i don't like you as much fozzy i don't know 
like newer yeah. Fozzie, he's just like he they know he's like got the annoying jokes, so they're just like, Yeah, you're gonna keep doing this. He's like a dad jokes. Though in that Muppet show, I did like his like storyline so with his funny. with his girlfriend. With his girlfriend? Oh my god. <laughs> Do yourselves a favor, watch uh the Muppet show, the newer Muppet show on I think it's just called The Muppets with a yeah. period on Disney yeah. Plus. It's shot in the in the same vein as The Office. So there's a lot of like interviews with the individual characters breaking the fourth wall. And <laughs> basically it it's like a cross between The Office and 30 Rock because Miss Piggy is the host of a late night show and all the rest of the Muppets work on this late night show. Yeah, they're like the writers. <laughs> fucking great. Yeah. Check this show out. Really funny. But uh, yeah, so I'm sorry I'm all hoity-toity and didn't pick a villain or a, a least favorite character, but I enjoyed everybody in this movie. I'm sad that it was just an hour and a half. They could have had me for another 30 minutes. Oh, I'd easily. Have, I'd have been fine with it. Easily. Okay. So this, oh, seven word synopsis. Almost skipped it completely. Uh, let me go first. Okay. Uh, my first one is Miss Piggy with the awesome suicide dive. So she climbed to the top <laughs> and dove off. I, I laughed so hard. I need to make a, like a gif of that part or meme it and put like a wrestler's face on her head and just like put that in. I need to send that to like Botchamania or somebody and be like, please put this in the episode. Uh, uh, Piggy had those insane eyes while fighting. I laughed so hard. I didn't remember that as a kid. When but her, her eyes bulged out. Her eyes went crazy as fuck when she was fighting those men. And yep. I'm sad that it doesn't change in the future when she fights people. They're normal. Yep. I want crazy eye piggy back. Yep. That message was awesome. And then my last one, moving right along, still stuck in head. <laughs> uh, that song is great. I haven't, I've never like sat down and really like really, really listened, listened to it. And then, you know, when that scene happened, I sat down with it. Oh, it's a really good song. It's very catchy and cute. Paul Williams, good job. It's a really good song. Uh, but no, it, it was great. So uh, I was humming it at work today because it's a really good song. So, yep. uh, Katie. That's fair. Okay, I've only got one. Um, one frog against cannibalism looking for stardom. <laughs> there you go. There you fucking go. I guess I should actually change it. Not necessarily cannibalism. One frog against genocide looking for stardom. That's there more you accurate. go. <laughs> more accurate because yeah. that's what was happening to his people. He wasn't going to eat the frog legs. So <laughs> not cannibalism. Genocide. <laughs> All right, Emma. Okay, I, I have far too many. <laughs> we figured. But it, it wouldn't be me if I didn't. So my first one is, how have I never seen this movie? <laughs> I'm honestly really shocked because this is like P PC, like perfect for a yeah. sheltered kid. I don't know how you missed this movie. I've seen every single other Muppets movie and I've never seen this. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, my next one is runs of puns, tons of funs, Muppets. Yep. Accurate. When fucking Kermit sat there and said, I'd be gone with the Schwinn, I almost <laughs> peed my pants. I was like, he fucking said, if I'd be down there, I'd be gone with the Schwinn. And I was like, bitch. 
Oh, this movie's great. Oh, it's beautiful. Man. Okay, and then uh, quote: "Fill the heavens above with leftover love." <laughs> yeah. Um, Miss Piggy's song. I was like, "That's a fucking line." All right. And then uh, my two alliteratives, many movie-making masters make Muppets masterpiece. Yep. And then frog film features frantically fleeing frog leg friar. Yeah. Nice. Uh, So Emma brought up uh, Miss Piggy's song. So when she sees Kermit, she has, like I said, just a song about their future. There's always Uh, a song. At the end of that song, the singing miss piggy singing she just like loses it at the end and she is just get she got rough at the end and i love that they left it in because they're saying that miss piggy isn't the perfect singer and i thought it was awesome but i was like oh good god she was just like screaming at the end of the song it was awesome it hurt so bad to listen to that because she like she had the first note and then it went up and i was like oh there it goes (laughs) And then she went up one more, and I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> no. That's the pig squeal for sure. <laughs> uh, it, uh, it was awesome. It's, it's, uh, it's so great. Okay. So this movie came out June 22nd, 1979. How much do you think the budget for the Muppet movie was? Katie. Ten million dollars, because they were already an established brand. Okay, Emma. Uh, hard to decide because of everybody that was featured and what they had to do to get the car to work to make it look like Fozzie was driving. Um, let's say twenty-two dollar dues. Twenty-two. Uh, that's cute. The Muppet movie, the budget was $8 million. I was so close. Shut the fuck up. I was so close. Well, all the people that were in the movie, like, because the show was such a success, people just continually want to be in the Muppet things. Like, yeah. people don't ask for outrageous amounts of money. They're just like, oh my God, I have a chance to be in a Muppet film or a Muppet show or a Muppet something. Like, let me be in it. I'll do it for free like I'll come in and shoot my one scene and then be gone like let me be a part of it I just want to have a scene with such and such Muppet so the low budget doesn't really shock me too much anyways but the car so if you want to know uh some cool shit about this about the vehicle that they use the Studebaker they used in this um in this movie check out uh, there's a, a show on Disney Plus. It's a it's about a guy who like goes through the Disney archives and finds a bunch of like old props and different prop things from different Disney movies, and he gathers them from all across the United States. So like he'll go to people's houses who have collected these things over the years, and he will collect them for the Disney archives, or he will view them in this person's collection and take pictures and things for the Disney archives. So his prop show does an episode 
where they talk about the Studebaker that they used in the Muppet movie. And he finds the original Studebaker and it's got the crazy paint job that they do from this movie still on it, like clearly beaten down. It's been, you know, 40 years, but he finds the Studebaker and the guy who has it is telling him, or they're talking about all the cool shit that had to happen with the puppeteers to make the car drive and to make the puppets look like they were doing things within the car. So basically this Studebaker was built with two layers so that the Muppets were on this seat, which would be like two booster seats stacked on top of each other, essentially. So they're level with the, um, with the windshield. And then the seats all had holes in them. Like they were seats, but they had holes for the hands, of course. And then underneath on the bottom layer were these like flat areas so all the puppeteers could lay down and have their hands up in the puppets and doing things and in the trunk of the car there is a seat where the driver of the car actually sits and drives it around like a parade float basically with all these puppeteers laying down across the bottom of it like it's the coolest shit that you learn about on about the Muppet show. And they find like the El Slizo sign on that same episode. Like it's a really cool episode. If you were interested in cool Disney facts at all, check out the prop master show on uh, Disney. Like it's really, really good. Heck yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay. How much do you guys think the box office for the Muppet movie was? Katie. 48 dollar reviews. 48. Emma. Mm, 31 30 dollar news. One. The Muppet movie retail price for the Muppet movie was 76.7 million dollars. Jesus. Nice. I will That's tell you. Wonderful. Yeah, I will tell you the Muppet movie, the original one, is the second. Highest grossing film. Hey, guess which one made the most? We'll watch it soon. That 2011 one. Yeah. That one made the most. That I saw that movie like three times in theaters, so I'm not even shocked. Yeah. Like that was so good. Yeah, the that 2011 movie was amazing. Movie made all the money, yeah. but that's how it works. Yeah. Like like I said, Muppet movies come in waves. Like it, you'll get a couple years of some good Muppet stuff, and they kind of get quiet for a little bit, and they pop back up with some movies and shows and stuff. I don't know if we're in a downturn right now. Like on Disney Plus, they have like um, I didn't we didn't watch it's all the episodes. Now. We didn't watch all the episodes, but it seems like it was like shorts. It's relatively new. Yeah, I, there were some shorts, so I don't know if we're in a downturn of it because we got a couple of we got two good movies and mm-hmm. a show. Sadly, it got canceled, oh, but so I don't know. We might be kind of fading a little. So maybe, wise, yeah. yeah, you might have to wait like five to 10 years and then it'll come out with another movie. Hopefully Jason Siegel is working on a third movie. He'll be like, hey, I got this idea. I want to do some more Muppet stuff because I love Muppets. So yeah, uh, this movie, like I will never stop singing the praises of this movie. It's fucking amazing. Uh, does anybody have anything else to say about the Muppet movie? Uh, no, that show... Sorry, that show on Disney Plus is called Prop Culture. So yeah. Check it out. Okay. Got anything, Emma? Fucking great. Okay. Amazing. 
So if you have any other fun facts about the Muppets, like, I don't have anything. Like, there was a really big gap after Jim Henson died because they were afraid of how to replace the people's voices and how to go, how to move the characters along without Jim Henson. So after they did three movies with Jim Henson, um, this one and... Uh, the Muppets Take Manhattan and The Caper. Great Muppet Caper. And then that took us to like 82 or something like that, like early 80s. And then there was almost a 10 year gap between that and A Muppets Christmas Carol because they didn't know what to do after Jim Henson passed away because he was the voice of Kermit and Fozzie and like, not Fozzie, but Kermit and Ralph well, and like 50 other people on the show. So. Yeah, fun fact. Yeah, but you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email that is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. <laughs> uh, no, this month is awesome. I'm sad that we're, we're going to get through all the Muppet stuff. Yeah. So this will be like a one and done thing. So hopefully, there are more things pop up Muppet related that we can talk about in the future. Mm-hmm. I always. Love talking about Muppets, watching Muppet stuff. It's my favorites. So uh, for Katie, for Emma, uh, we love doing this. We love talking about movies, obviously. Clearly. It, it, we do it <laughs> way too much because there are hundreds of episodes. Allentown Presents, search for that just about anywhere. You will find so many episodes, so many things. There will be a lot of Muppet stuff on there when we in, get into January and February is rom-coms and comedies and stuff so like i said we have tons of themes and all these things out, out there so uh if this is your first episode it's a damn good one to listen to but go back and listen to the other ones that we did we have hundreds of episodes yeah. if you've been here from the beginning what up guido i hope you like muppets uh guido probably knows at least two movies with muppets probably horror crappy horror muppet movies so i need to talk to him and probably right now he heard that and he's like nodding he's like yeah yeah i I know a few so uh (laughs) this is great actually i need to find a horror muppet movie that we can watch i'm sure it's muppet in quotations because it's not the muppets but well if there was a recording of avenue q we could do that this month oh my god there's not an official movie of avenue q oh they can't they get sued sadly no they they no, they could make a movie. It's just tricky because it's Muppets. It'd be like that Happy Time Murders movie. Yeah. Like it, I mean, that one was very clearly an adult movie, but Avenue Q doesn't necessarily look like it's going to be for adults until you get into it and you're like, oh, wow. Oh, it's, like, it's like Sausage Party. That's puppets fucking. Where, where yeah. they brought kids to the movie <laughs> and then party. there was a fucking orgy at the end. They were like, oh. <laughs> oh, that movie. <laughs> food orgy sausage party is fucking great i need to watch it again we went to the theater k and i went to the theater and it, it was like uh people walked out i'm uh, not sure of the people theater were con- we were in people were confused they didn't think it would be that raunchy and i'm like which is absurd because it was seth rogan yeah, like seth, come seth on rogan. guys like it's gonna be oh man when danny mcbride was like that mustard jar and oh man he was freaking the fuck out when he <laughs> saw the real world i was like this movie's great uh yeah sausage party <laughs> But uh the no fucking xanthan gum that was like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that movie's good oh we're gonna watch 
sausage party at some point. It's fucking great. I need to we'll watch, watch it next month for comedies. Yeah. And the, and the interview, the movie that almost got us into World War Three. We should watch that. I've never seen that. It's yeah, me good. Either. I'm sad that Korea got real mad about it because I will say it makes fucking fun of him extra hard. But it's really funny. I'm sad that like they shut that movie down and had to quietly come out because it was I laughed so hard at it. And the end, uh, the song Firework plays when a lot of graphic and scary things happen. It's probably the best version of Firework you will ever hear. Uh, it happens in slow-mo it's amazing we will watch the interview yeah i love that fucking movie but yeah uh like always thank you so much for listening and we'll be back very soon with another movie okay bye guys